I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And if you can't can't tell, (laughs) we sound a little worse than we did last night, but we're going to charge through because Arizona men's basketball played Washington State tonight and they defeated the Cougs 63-58. Not going to be a lot of witty banter in this one. No. Um, It just happened to be my voice. It was an ugly game. It was an ugly win, but a win's a win. Not as ugly as that play-by-play announcer's job, huh? Oh, my God. Matt was fine, but the other guy. I really feel bad for Matt. Good Lord. That was brutal, but... It's going to be a pretty good crew on Saturday, though. The dude that's the play-by-play for the Mariners is doing it, and he's awesome. I forget his name. Aaron Goldsmith, I think is his name. Nice. Also, um, in other Pac-12 news, uh, UCLA <laughs> <laughs> did lose this evening. I was um, going to close with that, but she'll be so excited. I'm just elated. Also, Boogie Mc- Ellis outscoring UCLA, so after uh, <coughs> outscoring UCLA in a half, it's fantastic. ASU just lost an emotional game in overtime to Washington, which is the perfect scenario because Washington now has a short turnaround um, in, in to play Arizona and plays Arizona, which should be decently rested. So Saturday's going to be a big day. We're excited about Saturday. We've got, you know, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Arizona's I'm not playing Washington. About any day right now. The Royal Rumble, <laughs> our favorite day of the whole year, is on Saturday. I'm going to a wine festival. You're going to either be in bed or watching your kid play flag football. It's going to be a big deal. So um, we'll talk about the game tonight. How big of a win was it this evening for Arizona? Well, <coughs> anytime you can get that revenge game. Revenge. It's a big deal. It's because like Emily Thorne up in here. What? You know the revenge show? Oh, that was a good show. I forgot about that show. There you go. That was a deep cut, Shelby. That was a deep cut. By the way, I just want to point out, Shelby's drinking a... How many ounces? Ain't no lies when you're drinking claws. Shelby is... By the way, she opened this 48 hours ago. I'm a really slow drinker. She's now uh, halfway done with a 24-ounce White Claw. So, who knows what we're getting out of Shelby. I wasn't sure if it's smart to drink it when you're sick, but it was a big Arizona game, so I had to drink a Look, White Claw. This is a big night. We're drinking White Claws. We're snorting Coke. Anytime Arizona wins. I don't think we're doing that second one. What are you doing? Bearing down, Shelby. I'm backing me. Michael Luke is unbearable right now. I don't know if you heard it, Shelby, but Mulebox had four peaks. I know. Ugh. So Mike's, I'm going to. I'm not a fan of this I four might peaks put him thing. On, I might put him on silent tomorrow on my phone. But anyway, what was the question? Okay. 
<laughs> Revenge. So, anytime you lose a game, people are always going to point to that game. Why is Arizona not higher seeded? Well, they lost to Washington State. Why is this and that? Well, they lost to Washington State. And I've said Washington State is much better analytically. Did I say that right? Analytically. Right, than their record indicates. They're not an awful team. To go on the road and beat them is a legitimately big win. You didn't get swept by Washington State, who right now isn't a tournament team. Um, they're good enough in the net to make this a, a very good road win, top 75 most likely. It's a solid win, and the way it happened is even more solid when you're Arizona. Well, we'll get to the next question. It's a big win, Chill. Thank you. Big win. Revenge is always great. It feels good. Usually it's a dish best served cold, but this one was served medium. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. <laughs> I am. Just... With a lukewarm commentary. Oh, um, it wasn't a pretty game, but Arizona did win. Is there value in that? By the way, I didn't write this question. Jason did. Go. It was pretty because I was looking at you, huh? Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, look, what's wrong with the question? It was an ugly-ass game. I don't think anyone watching would go, my God. First of all, the announcer was putting you to sleep, the play-by-play guy. I have to say the energy from the UCLA game and then switching the channel to the Arizona game when it started was a huge energy drop. And I then, mean, even just the, Washington the broadcast ASU game, sucked. It reminded me of the Tony Dungy, Al Michaels that went viral because they're like, here comes the touchdown. It was like that. But there's value because Arizona's had bad offensive ratings in the last three games and it's come up with wins. And like you take a look, and Arizona's pretty much won every way you can. It's, be, it's won the games where... You go on the road against a team that's slowing it down as much as possible, and you're not able to get to the line. Um, it's it's uh, Shelby's just dropping me notes right here. It's one games where teams want to get up and down the court and press. It's one games in Tennessee where the goal is just to be as physical as humanly possible. Arizona has won every type of game. There's absolutely value in these games that Arizona is winning, and basically when the going gets tough. And a team like Washington State can't run with Arizona, isn't more talented than Arizona. So they're going to go out and try to make the game as ugly as possible. They were pretty successful doing that, and Arizona still came out with a win. There's there's value in that. This is value, and you might not see it right away. But in March, there's not really going to be a style of play where you look and you go, man, Arizona screwed, because they pretty much have wins against every style of play. It's a chess game. I'm excited. This is the type of game Arizona needs to move on. No. Oh, I can't see. I'm tired. This is the type of game Arizona needs more of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me try again. Try okay. It's wild right now. The this... White Claw's hidden. <laughs> Shut up. White Claw's hidden. Bang, bang. This is the type of game Arizona needs more of from Kirkisa. Yes. Correct? Co- you right. just put like a question mark. Yeah, Sometimes you right. write things weird. Okay. You just drink. Okay. Um, Kirkisa... <laughs> Was 5 of 11. Look, when Kirk Cruz's 3 is falling, he's very good. What was kind of unusual in this game is Washington State, is their defense is completely based on stopping the opponent's 3s. And Arizona was 8 for 22, but Kermick in 5 out of 10 is a, is a big deal. He had 4 turnovers in the first half, but he didn't have any turnovers in the second half. Um, he came up big. He hit some big shots. And look... Kirk Reese is like a roller coaster, you know? You don't really know what twists and turns are going to get, but there's going to be games like this. And Arizona need him. Courtney Ramey basically had one good shot. Umar Baller was nowhere to be found. 
Cedric Henderson struggled. Kylan Boswell was great in his 20 minutes, but Arizona needed Kirk Risa to step up, and uh, and he did. And he made more threes than the entire Washington State team combined, and Washington State's offense is based around the three. They only took 17 attempts and made four. So, yeah, I mean, look, if Kirk Risa takes a lot of shit, a good chunk of it's warranted, but on a day like this, obviously the four turnovers he'd like to have back, but on a day like this, when he comes up big, I, I think he deserves the praise as well. He also has the honor of having a flagrant foul called on him after he got a three. Yeah, I don't understand. I guess it's contact to the face, but I didn't think it. I hit think his if you face. go back, it was all acting. It was ridiculous. But with that being said, Shelby, I think it, we'd be remiss. Thoughts and prayers for TJ Baba. That's right. I'm so glad he recovered. The Palouse sniper got him, and hopefully he <laughs> recovers from. His anyway, um, so how about some weekly Azulis love? That's where we're at. Yeah, weekly. Weekly, daily. daily. Hourly. It's actually kind of bi-weekly. Hourly. Uh, Azulis does what Azulis wants at this point. So I wish you would have got that dunk at the end. That was shitty. People are saying it's Bush League, but if I recall, there, so there was a, a, a kerfuffle at the end of the first meeting in Washington State, talked a lot of trash. I think that was absolutely on purpose. I think it would have been awesome. I Fuck think, him. I think. Okay. Oh, sorry. Whoa. Oh, my God. White Claw <laughs> is hitting, folks. Uh, I was trying to make it through this whole one without cursing, but you know Shelby. Anyway, um, she's going to be a dirty look now. Um, <laughs> you think it's cold medicine and white claws? <laughs> uh, Shelby's had four Vicodin and three white claws tonight. I don't uh, No, I'm kidding. Um, half a berry. Was it berry? Black cherry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. She said bring me the cherry one, the berry one, but I don't think they make a berry one. I don't know. Whatever. What was I saying? It's an airy one. Uh, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Julius Dubellis, 18 points, 12 rebounds. I actually don't think he got enough touches. I think there were multiple times where they should have gone to him. We said this in the in the pregame. There's no one on this team that could guard Dubellis. Uh, Jack Imofsky, <laughs> <laughs> You can't even say has, that. Um, he had seven points, but he can't guard. He's not guarding. Rodman, he can't guard Zoo. No one can guard Zoo in this conference, pretty much. Um, you know, and so when he gets going like that, there's not much you can do. Most of his shots were good. A couple jumpers longer than maybe he would have liked. But to me, he actually, he could have got more touches in this game. But if you haven't figured out yet that Azulis Tubelis has the player of the year wrapped up, I don't know. Like, 
I, I think Jaime Jaquez is a is a fine basketball player. Boo. But Julius Tubelis is the best player of the conference, and it's I don't really think it's been close this year, to be honest with you. He could have been a little more aggressive tonight. Yeah, I that's thought. what I mean. Yeah. I thought he could have had more touches, and he could have been a little more aggressive, which is one of the reasons why, you know, you see Julius and how many times the ball goes in his hand. He only went to the line twice. But, you know, that brings me to that point. Arizona is one of the best teams in the country at going to the free throw line. Washington State is one of the worst. Washington State went to the free throw line 19 times. Arizona only went six. Arizona didn't attempt a free throw in the entire second half. So again, games like that where you can win, where your bread and butter, you go to the free throw line a lot, and you basically don't go and you still are able to win, um, that is something that that is has value, Shelby. Great. Brian Peterson dropping notes. Kirk Reese is the only player in D1 with 50-plus three-pointers and 110-plus assists. He has 51 and 118. The last Arizona player with multiple 51-10 seasons was Jason Garner, who did it for four years in a row. And I think that Matt Mulebach even mentioned, going back to Kirk Risa, that he has the leading in the Pac-12. Uh-oh, Jason's coughing. We're coughing. Uh, <laughs> Matt Mulebach said that uh, Krisa is leading in assists in the Pac-12, and it's it seems very quiet, but that's true. He does lead the Pac. Oh, whoa, hey. whoa, hello, sir. I just went through puberty. Uh, he does lead the Pac-12 assists. <laughs> this is it. This is it for me. So everyone saying that oh, he's a trash point guard. You know, usually oh that's God. UCLA fans. Whatever. Yeah. There are some Arizona fans that I've seen on Twitter that when he's not playing well, they get kind of down on him. Forget that he has value. Just by being and on also, the court. And also, I think it's interesting. Like, UCLA has the conference wrapped. Oh, oh they don't have it wrapped up anymore. Oh. So, yeah. Um, okay, well, anything else stand out to you? So, we talk about winning when things aren't necessarily going well. Umar Bala was the worst game of the season for him, by far. I mean, defensively, he had some good stops. Uh, 1.9 rebounds, only took three shots. Only played 24 minutes, just wasn't in it, basically. Cedric Henderson struggled. I thought Boswell was really good tonight. He had three turnovers, but, you know, the three, the step back three, the play in the lane he made, he made some really good passes where he didn't have any assists this game, but he kind of had hockey assists, or he had had a few assists that should have been assists. I don't know if that makes sense. He had a few passes that should have been assists if the shot went down. Courtney Ramey didn't play well all game, but, of course, he hits the dagger three. Big shot from him. Pella Larson, I thought, was fantastic. Really aggressive. Ten points, five boards, three assists. I really liked the way that he played. And Muhammad Gay, who had 24 and 14 or whatever it is in the first meeting, had 15 and 10. Took 19 shots to get 15 points. TJ Bamba, who's averaged 15 for the second game in a row against Arizona, didn't do anything. Five turnovers, nine points. He had three more turnovers than field goals made. No assists. Nothing. Jay Mullins, my guy, who I said in pregame breakdown, I love. Love that guy. Shoots the three. 0 for 4. Didn't score. Um, Dylan Darling. <clears throat> I think that's it. Dylan Darling, who should be one of the more oh hated players now. <laughs> I, I mean, said, that guy. I said he had a crow magnet face. Yeah, Shelby's yelling at him. Mike Luke screaming. has like five texts I can't read out loud. He got more playing time. I don't know why they didn't play Husinu, who's a better player. Um, really, I mean, Rodman took one shot in 31 minutes. He only got one shot off. It was a three. This game, to me, 
wasn't as close as the score indicates. Like, if Ballo plays a little better, if Arizona goes to the free throw line at a little bit a normal rate, this isn't a very close game. The three at the end. I mean, the Arizona, to me, won by double digits on the road. I know that's not what the score shows, but that felt like a double-digit victory on the road. And that's how I'm looking at it, damn it. That's all that matters. Plus, when that White Claw's hitting Shelby, she's like, oh, yeah, Arizona just won 63 to negative 7. Woohoo! All right, well. That was for you, Jacob Delora. Um, anyway, is there any football news? Uh, signing day is next week. It's going to be boring just the way I like it. I love this second signing day where they don't do anything. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Because back in the day, when it was just one day, wasn't our kid born? Like, Brielle was born the Your week of signing day. mother came into the hospital room and said, Jason, you need to go home. And I said, no, I don't need to go home. And then you said from the hospital bed, Jason, signing day is in five hours. And I said, I will not sleep. And I don't think I slept for 48 hours straight because of signing day. Yeah. So this is good for you. So one of our kids was born basically the day before signing day, and the other one was born uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And when's our next one going to be born, Shelby? Are you sure that's right? Because nope. Brielle was the one that was born in you're February. Right. Listen, the cold medicine, the white claws. Uh, you're right. I don't know when my own. <laughs> I literally don't know when my own children were born. Okay. That's just, but you know when signing day is, and that's all that matters. Okay. Well, Arizona wins on an <laughs> ugly road trip to Washington we'll preview, State. If I have a voice, if Shelby's around. What do you mean if I'm around? I live here. We'll, we'll preview Washington tomorrow. And hopefully we'll be a little more coherent. And um Bear yeah, down. Bear easy. And uh I'm just trying to find the pause button so I'm gonna keep talking. There it is. Anything? Yep. Goodbye everyone. Shelby, was there a point in the game where you thought Kyle Smith might have an aneurysm? Um, pretty much the whole time the camera was on him. He's a, that dude's a maniac. And meanwhile, Tommy's just chill. Every time a ref got near that coach, he Urgh. would say it was a foul, right? Urgh. Although the highlight was Mick Cronin calling the ref, yeah, F you. And then like two seconds later, he got a T. Yeah, that was fun. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.